Hey everyone, and I'm back. Um, I know I'm a little late to post, but why don't we get started? So this podcast is centered around humor and dating in my 40s and things that I have experienced. And these podcasts will range from about five to 10 minutes. So I decided to kind of take a step back and refocus my podcast on things that I feel is important to know or think about when you start dating in your 40s. So today we're tackling a topic that has become quite an integral part of modern dating, which is navigating the dating apps. So I'm going to probably split this out into multiple segments, but the first segment that I want to talk about for today's podcast is really geared around the dating app landscape. So hmm, dating apps have really revolutionized the way that we meet potential partners. And I don't know about you guys, but if any of you are in your 40s or over 40, uh, this isn't generally or this wasn't how you would meet someone (laughs) if you started dating when you were in your teens or your early 20s or whatnot. And honestly, it can be a little bit overwhelming So I want to start with the role of dating apps. You know, it's become increasingly prominent. It's reshaped how people connect. Um, And it offers a diverse range of opportunities. And it can go anywhere from like very well-known swiping apps like Tinder and Bumble. So I want to talk about, well, I want to give, I want to give a list of some of them and sort of what they're known for. So Tinder is one of the most popular dating apps globally, and it's really known for its simple swiping system where you can just swipe right to like a profile or left to pass on the profile. Well, I have opinions here, but I'll just I'll talk about the other dating apps first. Bumble. Bumble's also another widely used dating app, and it's unique because women have to initiate the conversations with their matches within 24 hours. OkCupid. Um, it's known for its in-depth profiles and compatibility matching, and it requires that users answer a variety of Um, of questions to help find compatible matches. Hinge. Uh, Hinge focuses on fostering meaningful connections and it encourages users to provide more detailed information about themselves and it prompts for conversation starters, which is always nice. There's another app. I've never used this one, but it's called Coffee Meets Bagel. Um, And The uniqueness about this app is that it offers a limited number of curated matches to a a user every day. And the goal for Coffee Meets Bagel is that it's supposed to provide a quality over a quantity. Whereas like Tinder, there's just so many people. Um, Plenty of fish. Uh, That's a free dating app with a fairly large user base, and it offers various features to help users find matches based on their preferences. Match.com, which is actually one of the oldest dating apps, 
Um, well, it was a website first, and then it became a mobile app. But it's known for its extensive user profiles and compatibility matching. eHarmony is up there with Match.com in terms of um, age, if you will. It's also a fairly old dating site. And they're known for their detailed personality assessments and compatibility matching. And it's really geared towards users looking for serious relationships. Um, and Zoosk, which I've never used, but that is known for its behavioral matchmaking technology. And it learns from the user interactions to provide better matches. Now, one thing I do want to mention is that dating apps... Um, and the popularity of them can vary by region. So what may be popular in the U.S. is not necessarily going to be popular in um, Europe or Asia or wherever. Uh, I also believe that the intent of a dating app based upon region is also very different. Um, in the U.S., at least... Though Tinder is kind of thought of as one night stands, there are people on Tinder that are looking for serious relationships. Whereas I was talking to one of my friends who lives in um, Europe. He told me that Tinder is primarily geared towards one night stands. <laughs> so he was telling me like, when you come to Europe, if you just want to get laid, he's like, just go on Tinder and you'll get matched. <laughs> so... FYI, for those that are going to Europe, apparently. Um, so anyway, I did want to put out those caveats there for the different dating sites. And these are the, the ones that I named are just the most popular ones. There are plenty of them. Some, I think, are very regionally specific um, in the sense that may, they may not be used in the U.S., but it is primarily used in other places. Um, think of it as like chatting apps, like line is primarily used in Southeast Asia. WhatsApp is used primarily in Europe or, um, or in Africa. So it's similar to that. Now I also want to cover very high level pros and cons of dating apps. So though dating apps has become or have become a common way for people to meet potential partners, there are pros and cons to them, right? So, and these are just my opinions, but pros, um, number one, there's convenience factor. Dating apps makes it really easy to meet and connect with people from the comfort of your own home or wherever you are with any kind of internet connection. Two, you have an access to a large pool of people. Um, and that can give you a high chance of finding a potential match. Ironically though, I, even though I've used a few different, um, dating apps, I kind of find the same people on them. So I don't really know how worth it is, how worth it it is to have multiple <laughs> dating apps, um, Number three, filtering and matching. So many apps uh, offer filtering options based on your preferences, and it allows you to narrow down your search to individuals who meet your criteria. And there's also algorithms that provide potential matches based on compatibility. And that's only if people are being honest, obviously. 
Um, Four, reduced pressure. So the digital format and the digital age in general, right, can reduce the pressure of face-to-face interactions, and it can make it easier for those who perhaps are a little bit more reticent to approaching people to give them that kind of platform to initiate uh, contact. Five, um, opportunity to meet diverse people. So the really nice thing about dating apps is you can meet people from various backgrounds and interests, and it really broadens your dating horizons versus, you know, back in the day when this wasn't even a thing, uh, you generally met people through your own social network. Six, safety features. So most dating apps include safety features like reporting and blocking to help users feel more secure. Um, Now let's talk about cons. I have more cons than pros. <laughs> Number one, um, superficiality. So because when it's such an, it's such a weird thing, right? Because even in real life, when you see someone, if you're attracted to them, it's generally from physical sense. However, if you do approach someone, you do have a better opportunity to get to know them. But apps do often emphasize appearances and it leads to snap judgment based on the photo rather than getting to know a person's personality and character. And not to mention that, well, this will be my number two, number two, misrepresentation. Um, Some users may represent themselves inaccurately in their profiles, which leads to a disappointment when you actually meet the individual in person. So, for example, someone could use a photo from 10 years ago or um, someone lies about their age. (laughs) I've had a couple of guys do that to me where, like, they said they were older and they were younger, much, much too young for me. I have an age range that I date and late 20s is not that age range. Um, uh, three ghosting and flakiness. I've talked about ghosting already, um, in earlier podcasts, but it is common for people on dating apps to suddenly stop responding or disappear without explanation, which can be really frustrating and confusing, particularly if you thought you had a good, um, repertoire with them. Time consuming is number four. Um, and honestly, this is actually kind of why Well, one of the many reasons that I have stopped looking at dating apps, even though I think my profile is out there and some of them, I just haven't really looked at them. Um, Like my Tinder account, I think Tinder removed my thing because I hadn't logged in for so long, but it's time consuming, right? Scrolling through profiles, chatting with people, setting up dates can be considered, well, it's not considered, it is time consuming, particularly if dates don't go through. And it's really possible to invest a lot of time without getting the desired results that you want. Five, privacy concerns. So sharing personal information and photos online can raise privacy concerns and data breaches can occur. Um, Six, overwhelming options. I've had this problem for sure, especially if too many people like me. I get so overwhelmed, which is one of the reasons I had stopped using Tinder, uh, gosh, last year for a really long period of time because I just too many people were swiping on me. I could not get through it. Um, and it, it really does lead to decision fatigue, <laughs> honestly. Um, seven addiction and stress. So some individuals may become addicted to dating apps or experience stress and anxiety related to online dating. 
eight, and this is a really big one, lack of authenticity. Um, you know, the digital nature of dating apps can sometimes, I feel like most of the time, lead to inauthentic behavior, such as catfishing, or people just not being who they really are, or sharing who they really are for fear of rejection. That being said, you know, I think it's important to approach dating apps with a really balanced perspective, and understand what these pros or and cons or advantages and disadvantages are, if you will. And while dating apps can be a valuable tool for meeting people and forming connections, it's still really important to exercise caution and set realistic expectations and prioritize your safety and genuine communication when you're using these platforms, because you also don't want to misrepresent yourself. Um, I think that's it for now. Uh, I've gone a little bit over my normal time slot that I try to stick to, but thank you guys for joining me today. Um, I think next week I might talk about dating after divorce because there are definitely unique challenges to that. I hope you guys have a great week and I will talk to you all next Monday.